Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. And we normally have three hosts on our podcast, but they have some projects that they're currently working on. So it may be a few weeks or maybe even a few months before they will be able to return back. Laura Potter is currently working on writing a couple of books that are definitely keeping her busy. And she is also working on her photography. And then Susan Offen is our other host, and she's taken some time to not only pursue her spiritual counseling that she does, but also spend some intimate time with the Lord. And that's always important. So, you know, God's definitely moving in all of our lives. And the three of us want to honor and obey all that he's asking us to do. So please pray that God guides and blesses them on their journey. They are working to serve him with their whole hearts. And I know that they would appreciate your prayers so much. In the meantime, I will continue to do what the Lord has asked me to do. And that's host this podcast and share his pure truth. And I'm also working on a new book. So I would appreciate your prayers as well. Praise the Lord. He is doing some really great and mighty things. All right, here we go. The title of this episode is God's Quiver is Full of Arrows. And our scripture for today is from Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. All right, so for the past couple of months, we've been talking in detail about the seven mountains of influence that affect our society. We actually completed that series last week, but I want to share a vision that the Lord gave me recently that references those seven mountains, and it will lead us into what the Lord wants me to share with you today about his quiver full of arrows. I received this vision on August the 31st of this year, that's 2023. While I was praying, I was taken in the spirit, and I saw a flat plain in front of me. It stretched as far as my eyes could see, and then suddenly the ground began shaking, and I saw it begin to break apart. Mountains began to form, and they came up out of the ground. These mountains were large and majestic, and I continued to watch as each one of them went to great heights. And when they were all in place, I counted seven mountains side by side, each with multiple smaller mountains all around them. I then saw Jesus standing on top of the mountain in the center. He was big, as tall as the mountain he was standing on. His arms and hands were outstretched before him in a welcoming embrace. And I heard in my spirit, behold, the seven mountains. And a word was written on each one of these mountains. The one Jesus was standing on said religion. To his left, the mountain was government. Next to this mountain was economy. And the one next to economy was media. And to the right of Jesus, the mountain said family. The one next to this mountain was education. And the one next to education was arts and entertainment. And because I know about the seven mountain prophecy, I knew I was being shown the seven mountains of influence discussed in the book of Revelation. And let me give you that verse real quick. It's Revelation seventeen nine. It says, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. While standing there, I noticed each mountain had its own splendor, which meant which means it had great brightness or luster, brilliant distinction, great beauty that attracts admiration and attention. It was an amazing sight to behold. With Jesus standing there, I felt the love, 
peace, joy, and power emanating from him. There was no fear. I felt no fear while standing there. So much peace and finality. We are so close to victory, I can feel it. I then heard Jesus speak, My remnant, hear me today. It is almost time for the day of truth. The day of truth is something that the Lord has been speaking to me about for the past couple of years. It's the day that everything will be made known. The day we will finally know the truth about everything. All the things we've been lied to about or that have been kept from us. We are seeing and hearing some truths now, but it is nothing compared to the many truths that are coming. Jesus continues, I have been preparing many of you for this day. It has been set in motion and nothing can stop it. When the tables are overturned, when my light shines on the darkest places on earth, when the men and women you thought you could trust are finally exposed for who they really are, when the thieves are revealed, when the lies are exposed, when all the evil comes forth as I have commanded it to, this will be a day of shock and awe. This will be the day that my children unite. This will be the day that history is forever changed. This will be the day that many will come to know me. And this will be the day that everything shifts out of the hands of the enemy. As sand shifts through your fingers, the enemy will feel all that he has been working for sift through his hands and fall to the ground. His defeat is imminent. Victory is coming. My kingdom age is upon you. We will do great and mighty things together. These seven mountains are for my remnant, the ones I have been preparing in the secret place. They will be placed in strategic positions at the top of each mountain, and you will not expect the many grand things that are coming. You will experience freedom in a new way. It will be unlike anything you have ever seen or heard of before. You will know peace, love, and joy in a different way. It will astound you. New ideas, new things are what I have for you. Blessings upon blessings, joy after joy, and unity. A unity that will bind you together in love. A new respect for your families. A new respect for people all around the world. A bond that will forever change life as you know it. That is what is coming. Do not fear, but instead, place your trust and your faith in me. And together, we will celebrate. Together, we will cry tears of joy. Together, we will have victory. Expect it. And that's the end of that vision. All right, so let me share Revelation 5.12. It says, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And I want to share a paragraph from Johnny Enloe's book, The Seven Mountain Prophecy, that will help explain this verse and how it relates to the seven mountains. And I found this quote on page nine of that book. It says, These seven attributes of majesty that he is worthy to receive each coincide with the seven main pillars of every nation's culture or society. When we speak of discipling the nations, we are speaking of those seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meanings of these words, it became clear to Johnny that power speaks of government, riches speak of economy, wisdom speaks of education, strength speaks of family, honor speaks of religion, and glory speaks of celebration, which is also known as arts and entertainment, and blessing speaks of media. The lamb was slain, making the ultimate sacrifice to enable us to disciple or instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture so that we would in turn deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelation eleven fifteen, 
which says the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign, reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. So these seven mountains of society are about to be flipped upside down and everything will be thrown out and cast down. He is shaking loose, that, that's God. God is shaking loose the demonic principalities and strongholds that, strongholds that Satan has control of. We will witness things that have never happened before. And I am so ready to put all of this evil behind us. And I want to talk about what I felt in that vision. I said I felt no fear, nothing but peace and finality. When I read back through what I wrote down, I felt I needed to elaborate more on why I was feeling this way. So when I saw Jesus standing on top of that mountain, he didn't need to say anything. Just his presence alone brought a sense of peace. There was no concern on his face, just a look of pure love and adoration for all of us. He loves us so much. But the word finality, that word got to me. So when I receive a vision, I simply write what I am seeing, hearing, and feeling. And no matter what's taking place, I trust the Holy Spirit's guiding me. So I looked up the meaning of finality. And the first definition I found was from Oxford's Dictionary. It says, finality is the fact or impression of being an irreversible ending. Wow, irreversible ending? I definitely like that. That means the ending that God has for us is irreversible. And I found another definition from Merriam-Webster. It says the meaning of finality is the character or condition of being final, settled, irrevocable, or complete. That means what's coming is irreversible. It is final, settled, complete, and irrevocable. And the definition of irrevocable, that's a hard word to say, <laughs> irrevocable is not able to be changed, reversed, or recovered. It is final. We already have the victory. Guys, we already have defeated the enemy. We will know and understand what true freedom looks like and what it feels like. God is working. His army of angels are working to defeat the enemy. They are working to reveal all the evil, and they are working to dig up all the roots that the enemy has planted deep into the earth. And they go deep. We will know all of these things, and even though it will be hard and painful, we must know what these things are so we never allow them to happen again, right? The good news is, what God is doing like I said, it's irreversible. It's final, settled, finished. And God is good. He has every detail planned out, which leads me to what I want to talk about today. So when I was praying about what the Lord wanted me to talk about for this episode, I had a vision. The first thing I saw was a large butterfly coming out of a cocoon. And when the butterfly was completely out, I was stunned at how beautiful it was. It had so many different colors, and I watched as it flew away, ready for its new stage in life. God lovingly changed the caterpillar into a beautiful butterfly. So let me briefly explain here what goes on inside of a cocoon. And I found this information on wonderopolis.org. Butterflies start out as caterpillars. Then they spin a silk covering called a chrysalis or a cocoon. This cocoon provides protection while the caterpillar is transforming into a butterfly. When God is transforming us into something new, he will provide protection for us while we are being transformed into something beautiful. And while some people think of cocoons as a resting place, there's no resting going on inside the cocoon. On the contrary, there's a lot of activity. And inside the cocoon in the chrysalis, the caterpillar is transforming into a new creature. This requires that the old caterpillar body be broken down and turned into something new. Wow. So once we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, the old is gone and the new has come. 
Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, or passed away, and behold, the new has come. So while being transformed, our old habits and ways of thinking have to be broken down and done away with for us to turn into something new. This is a difficult process for a lot of people, and it can take years sometimes. But as we continue to move forward in this transformation, God is creating something beautiful within us that will come bursting forth when the time is right. So now on to the next part of the vision. I saw a nest of eggs that a bird was keeping watch over. The eggs hatched, and I saw the baby birds come up out of their shell. And I watched as both the mama and daddy bird brought their babies food to eat. They both took care of their babies with patience and love. And the baby bird's survival depended on their parents providing for them. They had everything they needed. As they grew, they were finally ready to fly. And I watched as one by one they flew away from their nest. They matured to a point where they could spread their wings and fly, ready for their new stage in life. Just as both the mama and daddy bird feed and provide everything their baby birds need, our Father in Heaven does the same for us. He provides for and protects us while we are learning valuable lessons that will help us when we mature. And once we are ready, we bravely step out to fly on our own. And the wonderful thing about God is, even once we have matured, once we fly from the nest and we're living our life, He's always there. He never leaves us. So even if we make mistakes, He will lovingly guide us back onto His path and help us to keep moving forward, learning from our mistakes, right? That's a good God. All right, so then my vision changed again. I saw Father God with a quiver full of arrows. And he lovingly took one of the arrows out of the quiver and placed it in his bow. I looked across the field we were standing in to see what target he was aiming at. There were many different targets set up, and each one had a word in the center of the target. Some of the different words that I could see were teacher, administrator, intercessor, pastor, prophet, and there were many other words. I just couldn't read them all. And some of the targets had some of the seven mountains of influence right in the center. So I saw government, economy, and religion. I'm sure all the other mountains were there too, but I couldn't see the words on all the targets because, like I said, there was just so many of them. I then looked back at our father, and I took a closer look at the arrows that were in his quiver. Each arrow had someone's name on it. Wow. He knows us so intimately. He knows us by name. And I watched as he released the first arrow, and it hit the target perfectly in the center. Teacher. Whoever's name was on that arrow is going to be a wonderful teacher because God has been preparing them for their assignment. He released arrow after arrow, and each one hit the target right in the center. He didn't miss one. The Holy Spirit then began releasing revelation from each one of these visions. So for the caterpillar that turned into a butterfly, it went through a lot of changes to become the beautiful butterfly that it is now. During this time that we are in right now, many of God's children are like the caterpillar. We have been going through a magnificent transformation that has changed us so deeply from the inside out. And we will look completely different when the process is finished. When we come out on the other side of this, out of our cocoon, so to speak, we will be shocked at how much we've changed. And I believe we are going to bless many people because of the changes we have gone through to get us to where we are now. And many of us have gone through the refining fire. We have been fighting the enemy off in so many different ways, not only for ourselves, but for our families too. And sometimes it feels like we will never win. We are exhausted from the fight, but we continue to seek God, asking Him to guide and prepare us for what's coming. And when we come out of our cocoon, when we come out of the secret place that allow God to transform us, we will see a beautiful butterfly that is ready to fly, 
ready for what God has prepared each one of us for. And it's similar to the baby birds that hatched. While they were still in the egg, they also went through a transformation. When they were ready, they came out of their shell, and their mom and dad took care of them, nurtured them, provided everything they needed until they were ready to fly, ready for what God has prepared them for. You see, God has been preparing us for the changes that are coming for a while. He has protected us in his cocoon, and he provided everything we needed. The trials that have refined us have made us better, more mature, and ready for the task that he's assigned us to. It's our target, right? He nurtured us, and he is letting us know that we are ready to hit our mark, what he created us for. So in the first vision I told you about, the one with the seven mountains, I saw seven large mountains. Each of these mountains represent all aspects of our society. And each one of us, every person that God created, were all assigned to one of these mountains. If you don't know which mountain you are assigned to, pray and ask God. He'll show you. And here's a quick reminder. The seven mountains are media, arts and entertainment, economy, religion, government, education, and family. There are many different jobs under each one of these mountains. And this explains why I saw the many smaller mountains beneath the seven big mountains in the vision, the first vision I gave you. Whatever your job is, God wants you to be the best at what he created you for. You will be blessed and you will bless so many others. And as we've talked about for the past couple of months, Satan is currently in control of all seven of these mountains. But all of that is about to change. God has been preparing his ecclesia in the secret place, the cocoon, the bird's nest, When all the lies are finally revealed, all of the evil people that are currently running these mountains will fall. And when they fall, we, the ones that God has been preparing, will finally hit their mark. God will release an arrow from his quiver that has your name on it, and it will hit the intended target. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. And because you were chosen by God, you will do an amazing job at whatever you have been preparing for, what you have been praying for. It may seem like you will never hit your target, but as long as you keep moving forward, praying and seeking God's wisdom and guidance, you will one day look back at what you've been through and understand why it was so hard. You will understand why it took so long, and you will be so glad you said yes to your calling, because the blessings God pours out will wipe away all that you've been through. You will be blessed going in and blessed coming out. And there's a scripture for that. I'm going to read it. It's Deuteronomy 28, verses 6 through 7. It says, you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. You will change the direction that your family is headed. Curses will be broken, and you will leave a legacy to your children that will help change the world. You may not even know what you've been called to do yet, but God does, and he's waiting for you to ask him. Whatever mountain you are assigned to, God will guide you. He will show you the direction you need to go. It will be worth every tear and every heartbreak. Your transformation will be worth the wait. If you are one of the people waiting to hit their mark, waiting for God to release his arrow with your name on it, I can relate. God has given me several visions in years past that I'm still waiting to come to pass. I know he's preparing me because he's told me this when I spend time with him. I know I am close to having a breakthrough. So instead of getting frustrated, I simply talk to him about it. I let him bring me the peace that I need and the strength to keep moving forward. So many changes are about to take place in our world, and I know God is readying us. He is preparing many other people for what's about to take place. I know I'm not alone with this pioneering spirit 
that has become such a part of my life now. I am so ready for the new that is coming, and I can't wait for God to reveal all of it. So before I close, I want to share another vision that the Lord gave me, and it's in reference to the shaking that I've I've talked about. There's a title of this vision is The Shaking Continues, and I received it on May the 23rd of this year, which is 2023. While worshiping the Lord today, I saw in the spirit dust clouds covering the entire earth. The dust rose high into the sky. It was hard to see, and it was hard to breathe, and I knew the Lord had a word for us. He said, The shaking continues. All the evil that has settled in comfortably around the earth is being shaken and disturbed. The filth that will come to light from the shaking will astound many. It has already begun. The evil that has settled in comfortably is being commanded to move. I am commanding it to come forth out of hiding. I am commanding it to show itself for all the world to see. It will be exposed and it will shock many. This will cause the ones on the enemy side to panic. The reaction to my command will not be pleasant. Do not fear any of it. Know that I am forcing them to move into my light, and I will not stop until all is exposed. The whirlwind whirlwind of filth that will come from the shaking and stirring will cover the earth for a short time, but the dust will settle, and then it will be time for cleansing and rebuilding. It will be time for restructuring, throwing away the old ways for new ideas and new ways are coming. I have said this to many of my prophets. The old is gone. The new has come. You have entered into a new era. All things will be made new. You will know when this happens, for my glory cannot be denied. The winds will sweep up the dust and take it away. When I send my cleansing winds, it will cover every corner of the earth. Look for it. Expect it. Nothing and no one and no place will be left untouched. My cleansing will come in and life as you know it will completely change. Wow, I can't wait. So I then saw in the spirit the four winds gather from up high and they came and swept the dust and filth away. I saw people on earth amazed and they were full of joy as they realized that the evil we had been contending with was once again defeated because God said it before and he's going to do it again. So I felt their joy and the whole earth shook with it. And the Lord said, I will not stop until we have complete and total victory. Joy is coming. This new era will be exciting. I will teach you many new things that I have been holding back for this remnant. For now, hold on tightly to me and you will be protected. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. We are almost through the storm. You have so much to look forward to. My blessings are coming. That's good. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that verse. So our Father continues to encourage and assure us that He is at work. He is in the midst of all of this chaos going on around us. He has not abandoned us. He is very present. And he just simply asks us to trust and have faith. He asks us not to fear what we see and hear. And he asks us to partner with him in this fight. Our victory, guys, our victory is assured. He is lovingly preparing each one of us for the exciting times ahead. Are you ready for all this craziness to stop? I know I am. In the meantime, I will continue to push forward and I will continue to pray. 
So for the past few years, I have listened to many different prophets. It has encouraged me so much because it gives me hope that we are not in this fight alone. God is with us. He is cheering for us, and he wants to bless each one of us. So don't give up hope. Continue to seek the Lord. Continue to ask him what he wants you to do. What's your part in this? Ask him to show you the arrow in his quiver with your name on it. Ask him to show you your target. Keep seeking his wisdom. Keep spending an intimate time with him. He will take you to heights that you never thought you would go. And that is because we serve a good, wonderful, mighty God. And remember, you are needed. You are wanted. You are important. And God loves you so much. His quiver is full of arrows. And one of them has your name on it. And when he releases your arrow, you will hit the bullseye on the target. You were created for your target. And you were created for such a time as this. And I pray over you what the Lord said in the first vision that I gave earlier. Blessings upon blessings joy after joy, and a unity that will bind all of us together in love. Wow. So beautiful. Thank you, Lord. All right. So this is a good place for us to stop. I hope this encouraged you today and please join me next week. And I'll close with a scripture from Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We so appreciate all you do for us, Caitlin. And I want to reference Johnny Enloe's book, The Seven Mountain Prophecy. And I also mentioned a website earlier that I'll post in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. We want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. And please visit our website. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.